Hey, surprise, I'm still here. I don't know, it's going to go very wrong, but I'm reading chapter two of that book I read last time. So I hope you liked that book. Or if you actually, yeah, chapter two, but the last one was a prologue. So let's get started. You can read along, follow the link. Yeah. Oh, all right. Chapter 2, Julian 1 Yan City's Central Bureau of Public Security Precisely 8 a.m. Each department workers were arriving at their posts bit by bit. The administrative office's supply worker, Xiao Sun, yawned and shouldered a new water barrel to deliver to the old director general's office. As soon as he pushed open the door, he found that director Zhang had already steeped his first cup of tea and was just making a phone call, his expression stern. Their old director general had passed his fifth decade. He was very lean, a fire-tempered, old antique. Wherever he went, he had to carry his own water to brew tea. He always carried an old-style dumb phone that could be charged once in half a month. He never wore civilian clothes to work, but in all four seasons, alternated between a few uniforms. At the center of his forehead, there was a deep crease, like the Erlang God's third eye. This was the gradual accumulation of his attitude of everyone I see is displeasing. If he smiled once, it was like an iron tree blossoming. The sound from the office elderly's landline phone leaked out a little. Half kneeling on the floor ripping open the water barrel's packaging, Zhao Shan, Zhao Sun? Oh god. <sighs> Sorry. Zhao Sun could hear the person on the other end of the phone clamoring. Sir, I know this thing happening now is in my jurisdiction. Really shows a dereliction of my duty on my part, but... Zhao Sun snuck a glance at Director Zhang's really parted brows and thought, What's happened now? Yang City was just hosting a very important international conference. The leaders and reporters of every nation in the world were present. Many business schools had taken off. All private vehicles in the city were restricted to alternate days. All the safety and security wrenches were on high alert. Zhao Sun saw the old director general starting to brew a storm from the neck up. Then he purposely lowered his voice and said as mildly as possible, North Nanping Road is less than three kilometers from the conference hall. I said before at the meeting that this month, no matter what, nothing could go wrong. It would be best if you could even clear away the roving vendors by the roadside. And here, you've cooked up a homicide case for me. Lao Wang, you've exceeded the quota in completing this mission. Uh, but, sir, 
It was the middle of the night. The notice to reinforce the nighttime patrols was sent to every unit a month in advance. So you also want to ask the offenders to keep an eight-hour workday and then take off? Of course, of course, it's not like I'm trying to shift responsibility, but you know, the West Flower Market District is always a mess. There are so many people coming in from outside. Director Zhang had restrained his temper, going back and forth with the person in charge of the Flower Market District for five minutes. He found that not only did the other have no intention of examining his own conduct, he also had an excuse ready for everything. Director Zhang erupted in a rage with no warning at all. He bursted out, howling with the ease of a long experience. I know shit isn't the West District your jurisdiction, isn't it your territory? You're telling me now that it's a mess. What the fuck have you been doing? Zhao Shan and the sub-bureau director on the phone were both stunned, silent as cicadas in the winter by this howl. Director Zhang picked up his cup and drank a mouthful of tea to relieve his anger. He accidentally took in some dredge and spit the tea leaves toward the bottom of the cup. Then, using his finger of death, he jabbed two keys on his dust-coated keyboard. An earth-shattering screenshot from the local network came on the screen. In the small hours of the morning, a male corpse had appeared to have died savagely, had been discovered in a small alley in the West Flower Market District. Right away, it was taken as a novelty and posted online, though there were far more sensational things than this online. So at first, it hadn't made a splash, but the head of the Flower Market District sub-bureau had been afraid of anything going wrong during such a sensitive period and so had done something idiotic. Wanting to quietly suppress this matter, he had first deleted the post, then trying to cover up after the fact, had made matters worse by saying that the body of a vagrant had been discovered and the cause of death unknown. He hadn't expected that the little layabouts who'd first found the body to get busy Having taken clear photographs of the crime scene, they used methods calculated to play to the crowd to broadcast them, reacting in direct proportion to the sub-bureau's tight-lipped measures. City residents riding buses and subways during the morning rush hour were able to develop abundant associations from these photographs, fermenting this trifling business into a city-wide thunderstorm. Even the city government had called especially to make inquiries. Director Zhang put on his reading glasses and had clicked open the post that had been the most hits before it had been deleted. It was titled, Suspected Looting and Strangling Gang in the City. Clearly a description with mass appeal to public interest. There were pictures and there were facts. As soon as he opened it, an entirely unpixelated photograph of the body walloped him from the screen. Director Zhang. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> he felt that he had howled too early, but he was advanced in years and couldn't attain a higher volume, so he had to resume an ordinary speaking voice. 
I think your talents are wasted in our system here. I should send you to work for an advertising agency. Your propaganda skills are amazing. It's all that bunch of troublemaking whelps taking group pictures with a dead person. Don't you call that wicked? Sir, set your mind at ease. I've nabbed all of them. The photographs and posts are being deleted. I'll definitely be able to control this. Director Yang leans back in his chair, ceaselessly rubbing his brow. The most important thing now is to hurry and solve the case. If there's a murderer, seize him. If there's a criminal, catch him. As for the lean post, are you a webmaster? This has to be taken care of as soon as possible. Make sure your subordinates keep their mouths closed. In a while, I'll send over some people from the city bureau to coach you through it. Wang Hong Lang. In a week's time, if you haven't given me an account of what's happened, you can write up a report and beat it. After telling off the sub-bureau director, Director Zhang hung up the phone. Zhao Shan quickly put the empty water barrel aside and got out his little notebook. He had a premonition that the old director general might have something to say. Sure enough, Director Zhang gestured at him. Go call the main criminal investigation team's people in. Zhao Shan looked up. Director Zhang, should I call all of them? Director Zhang muttered to himself for a moment, his glance falling on the LCD screen in front of him. The face of the body in the photograph was swollen, the features warped, but you could still see that the face belonged to a young man. His mouth was open and he seemed somewhat astonished, blankly facing the camera lens. Find Lao Wing Zhao. I didn't think I said that right. Hold on. Find Lao Wen Zhao. Tell him to take some people over there in person, said Director Zhang. The case may not be very complicated. Tell him that by the end of the month, I'll have dealt with that Wang Hong Lang. He'll know what to do. Zhao Sun. Dot, dot, dot. Director Zhang's gaze went around his reading glasses to look at him doubtfully. Director Zhang, Zhao Sun forced out a smile with difficulty. Captain Lao, um, he hasn't come in yet. Lao Wang Zhao was an idler who came to work as regular as clockwork. As long as he wasn't on duty, he would arrive precisely at 8.30. At 8.29, he absolutely couldn't be found at his desk. Today was a day his car was under the restriction. Lao Wang Zhao, I don't think I'm saying this right. Lao Wen Zhao, Lao Wen Zhao, Lao Wen Zhao didn't want to crowd onto a bus, so he had simply gone to his basement and dug up a large, old-fashioned bike fit to be put in a museum. Fixed it up himself and wobbled out onto the road. His features were very handsome, handsome to the point of giving the impression of extreme youth. But from his bearing and manners, it could be seen that he was a mature man. 
He was wearing headphones, and his shirt sleeves were rolled up. His well-fitted casual shirt intermediately revealed the outlines of his muscles. His legs were long enough to reach the ground, even riding the tall old-fashioned bike. A bag of jangbing hung from the bike's left handlebar, and from the right handlebar, six or seven cups of soy milk. With his hands loosely holding the severely loaded handlebars, Lao Wang Zhao sailed through the city bureau's main gate precisely on time. Just through the gate, Lao Wang Zhao saw the guard blocking the way of a girl delivering flowers. You aren't allowed in. Why aren't you allowed in? Miss, this is a public security bureau, not Mount Hongao, all right? All deliveries go to the mailroom to be put through a security check and be logged. How can you put fresh flowers in the mailroom? They'll wilt, won't they? The flower delivery girl turned, looked at Lao Wing Zhao, and pointed. You won't let me in? So why is that takeout delivery guy allowed in? The guard. Ta ta ta. Lao Wing Zhao looked up and gave the flower delivery girl a flirty, wide-toothed smile. Because the takeout delivery guy is incredibly handsome and surpassingly elegant. The guard was deeply depressed about the city bro's image. Good morning, Captain Lao. Good morning. Have you eaten? If you haven't, help yourself. Pushing his bike with one foot on the ground, Lao Wang Zhao said, Who are the flowers for, beautiful? I'll take them in for you. The young girl delivering the flowers felt very flustered at this and scrambled to look at the card. Oh, for the main criminal investigation team, for a gentleman called called Tao Ren. At precisely 8.30, Lao Wang Zhao punctually came into the office and threw the flowers onto Tao Ren's desk. You little... He had gone this far when the frustrated and exasperated Director Zhang sent someone to catch him. Lao Wang Zhao had to hold back the rest of his speech. He leaned a hand heavily on Tao Ren's desk. Just wait until I get back. The whole main criminal investigation team was startled, simultaneously going dumb as wooden chickens and staring at the bouquet of fresh flowers in front of Officer Tang as if there was a time bomb buried at their stems. Policewoman Lang Kuo got a magnifying glass and a pair of single-use gloves out of a drawer, then cautiously reached out towards the desk next to hers. She investigated the bouquet of flowers, then picked up a perfumed craft paper card. With everyone's attention on her, her face was solemn. This daring young woman opened the card. She saw written in tidy regular script, The wind is strong. My hands and feet are frozen through. Through my heart is warm, but I don't know. There is always a softness in my heart. I want to be beside you, just on the point of sadness. It's signed, Fei, said Lan Kuo. Fei who? Tao Ren snatched it back, 
Don't fool around. Give that to me. After all that fuss, it's just from your girlfriend. Here, I was thinking Boss Lao was publicly confessing his feelings for you. The group of colleagues surrounding them all relaxed, each calling out, I was so scared, one after another. Then, at the speed of light, this crowd of ruffians returned to combat readiness and divided up the breakfast Lao Wang Zhao had brought, at the same time dedicatedly carrying the banner of denouncing Tao Ren's heresy. Heresy? Deputy Tao, when did you hand in your membership? Did you write up a report? Did the association agree? Tao Tao, you really are unfeeling and ungrateful. Deputy Captain Tao, I only have 37.6 left of this month's wages. No money to buy dog food, but you'll have to do as you see fit. Go on, go on, said Tao Ren, putting away the card. Then he found an inconspicuous place to stash the flowers. Where would I get a girlfriend from? Don't make a big deal over nothing. Hearing that, with such a great public proof of his crime, as this revealing bouquet, this person still wanted to go away unpunished, everyone immediately flared up into an uproar, planning to encircle and intercept Deputy Captain Tao. Then Lao Wang Zhao, having rushed off, came into through the door once more and struck the doorframe. There's been a homicide in Flower Market District. A couple of you come with me to have a look quickly. Hey, so yeah, that's the end of chapter two. Uh, if you like it, stick around. If not, well, maybe I'll probably do one more reading. Um, if not two more. So you can still make your decisions after that. And if you already, you know, read ahead, that's great. I don't know if this is interesting from the way I'm reading it. I'm trying my best, like I said, not a professional. And also, I like really can't read these Chinese names. I'm second, I'm second guessing like every inch of my life when I'm reading these names. But yeah, I love this book. Like I said, um, I don't know if I'm doing it justice to be perfectly honest. Yeah, um, just to give you a reference, there's a lot of things, I guess, quotes that are a lot of have a lot of association to like Chinese language and culture. Um, if you read the text, there are footnotes, so they'll like explain what they mean. But for example, one of the uh, the officers were saying like dog food, and if you don't know, that's like I think a Chinese culture thing where, um, like when you see PDA. They they're like, oh, you're feeding me dog food. Like we're dogs. We're like single dogs. I think that's what it is. Everyone else is single dogs, and you're feeding me dog food because I'm starving, and you guys are obviously not single dogs. Do you get it? It's kind of like that. I'm not explaining it well. I, I I'm, it's probably not exactly like that either. But that's the concept. So dog food is just like, oh, PDA. You know, unsufferable PDA. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so if you enjoy it, please, you know, check it out, the book. Um, if you actually know Chinese, like, read the actual book and support the author. That's great. Like, I would love to read the actual book. I wish I knew Chinese for that reason. Because I'm sure the language is just, like, way better. And this book is already pretty good. 
with you know the fan translation that I'm reading as is, even though I'm sure it could be better in the actual language. But yeah, I hope that was good for you guys. I hope you guys had a good week. Um, I don't know if you guys miss my mornings. I feel like I miss my mornings, but yeah. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I guess there's not much else to say. I just really like this book. I feel like I'm being redundant at this point. <laughs> have a good night. Have a good morning. Um, yeah, I wouldn't recommend this for any young readers. I'm just gonna say this is a, kind of a mature crime book. So, um, I know when I say young, I feel like it's really up to you. But definitely, I think ten might be too young. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. All right. Good night or good morning. Okay. Thanks for listening. <laughs>